You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. <laughs> I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're, You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I'm Fraser. Fra- oh, <laughs> cash. Fraser like razor. Hi, babes. Hi. <laughs> Here we are. We are. And we're going to have what we're calling... A wee summer catch up. (laughs) (laughs) It's our summer special because you've been away. It's August. Stuff doesn't happen in August. Temperatures are rising. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long, hot summer. So we're just going to have a just good old chin flap and we're really going to hear. Chin flap. Chin flap. Chin flap. uh, You're going to get a conflab con con and a chinwag mixed up. Yes. Isn't that from Tom Leonard in, in London, like <laughs> yes. a, an acorn or whatever it's called? <laughs> Chin flap. Yeah. We're going to hear mainly in this episode all about your trip to the UK. <laughs> Me? Yes. Your first trip in? Four years. Four years. Nothing's happened in the last four years. <laughs> in, Barely a thing. In either culture. Before we get into that, let's do some feedback. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I've got some feedback here. On okay. our Instagram, we posted on August 1st, first, that it was 138 days to Avatar 2, The Way of Water. <laughs> and your brother replied, this will either be spectacular or shit-tacular. Well, that's the kind, <laughs> that's the kind of journalism we can expect when we do get my brother to send his Avatar 2 report. <laughs> So yeah, look forward to that. I enjoyed that immensely. <laughs> so Jack Ford got in touch with us, said that he loved our Hollyoaks segment, and he had this feedback. He just wanted to highlight something which I really was remiss to, to discuss, and that is the amazing moment that Steph sings this song at Max's funeral. I know everything changes, all the cities and faces, but I know how I feel about you. Can we bring yesterday back around? Cause I know how I feel about you now. Wow. Yeah. Jack was very shocked to find out that they'd got the licensing for About You Now. But I think that they probably got it when the Sugar Babes, I bet they performed that on the Hollyoaks music show. Definitely. There was like a leftover a leftover contract somewhere. Yeah. It's like, um, Fraser, can you just double check the with legal? Yeah. Does it actually count if we do it for the Hollyoaks music show? Oh, it's all Hollyoaks properties. Great. Is it in perpetuity? Yeah, <laughs> I bet they used it in late night Hollyoaks, whatever it's called. That really is our podcast in a moment. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> did, did you see that thing about how Jennifer Aniston was the same age as Victor Meldry was when he first filmed in One Foot in the Grave. I also felt like that that fitted a real nice thing. Also, I saw this great thing on Twitter, which was someone had 
<laughs> done a screen grab of the beginning of Keeping Up Appearances and there's that bit where she's got all her books on the shelf uh-huh. and they've done a whole thread of just showing exactly the front cover of each of those books and like what those books were when they were published and like what they were about. Whoa. It was fascinating. That also felt Whoa. very us. What kind of books were they? There was like, it was all about like, one's about etiquette, there was like oh, different okay. cookbooks but they were all really interesting and kind of, it was like very thoughtful the way they put that like bookshelf together to kind of sum up the show. So I felt very odd when I was reading that thread. Speaking of etiquette, I'm just going to throw it for a future episode. Ladette to Lady. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, add that to the list. Where is this list that we always talk about? I've, Do you I've, genu- I've got a list okay, on great. my iPhone. Good, because um, I don't. Please get in touch with all feedback on our Instagram. Please rate and review us. In fact, pause right now. Go rate and review and write, write a wee comment. Just bung a, a wee something in. That'd be great. Bung. <laughs> And we're back. Okay, as we said, this this is just a wee catch-up. We summer catch-up. Yeah, we summer catch-up. <laughs> Grab a Pims. <laughs> just chill out. Maybe I'm, I'm having a Pims. I'm on my grand swing seat. Oh, lovely. You know, outside. You know I hate a Pims. We talk about this all the I time. I know. Hate a muddled, hate a muddled drink. Yeah, you Nothing hate worse sang- than a muddled drink. Sangria. I hate a sangria. I, I hate do. a mojito. I know you do. Oh, that gr- a gritty, gritty mojito <laughs> made in a bar in London. No thanks. So yeah, we need to. We have not seen each other for three weeks. Yeah, longer. No, three. It's been about two weeks. No, <laughs> but it feels like forever. <laughs> in in our world, for you and me, that's actually a thousand years. Yeah. So how did it go? First off, <laughs> what did you watch on that plane? Okay, so I have um. I have a wild document to read to you. So oh my God. I was, I jumped on aboard a Virgin flight back to London from Los Angeles. I was in premium economy cause I was really treating myself. Now, as you know, I have a fear of flying. So I was taking drugs. Right. I took two Xanax. Okay. And, uh, there was a little bit of commotion at the gate. So I'd already taken one Xanax when I was waiting to get on the plane, just a normal amount. There was kind of a bit of lateness, a bit of commotion. LAX was quite hot. I was very nervous about going home. It was that one Xanax was not hitting. So I took another one. Everything was fine. Got on the plane, had a lovely, lovely seat in premium economy. No one came and sat next to me. So I had oh. two little seats to myself for the whole flight. Oh, so it was a real gorgeous. lovely treat. Now so, were you at the window? Where were you? I was you? at the window. Good. I, I was at the back of premium economy at the window. So I was really tucked into a corner, but I had all this space to myself. So lovely. what I will say is I instantly relaxed. And then what happened is the Xanax really took control. Oh. I also made a huge mistake as we took off. Uh, we were offered obviously a first drink of the flight and I took a can of red wine, which is how they were serving the red wine, and I drank that. This is where things started to go wrong. I don't remember this, but apparently at this point, I whipped out my iPhone and started making notes uh, for the podcast. So oh my God. strap in because I looked at these the next day and thought, I don't remember writing any of this. And, just, so, and shout out to the helicopter that is flying over the podcast studio. Okay, so here are the wild notes from my brain. Oh God. It says, flight to London. Currently on two Xanax and a can of red wine. All caps. Just red wine is in caps. Okay. Man opposite the aisle put on I am legend and then immediately fell asleep. Second note. A guy I could see through the seats started Scream 5 and then stopped it after the opening scene. So he's a damn fool. Yeah. This is a great opening scene in Scream 5. Yeah. And then I said, if you ever need to acclimatize to seeing British people again, then the Virgin flight attendants will really get you there. The hair. Some real sculpted creations. Again, don't really remember what the flight attendants look like. 
here's where uh, here's what happened is we then got served dinner, which I don't remember what I ate because I don't remember eating it. I had a second can of wine, according to my notes. Uh-oh. And at this point, I decided to peruse the film selection and watch Miss Congeniality. Oh, great and, movie and- <laughs> play. Great play movie. So <laughs> it says, Miss Congeniality notes. The way they make her look ugly makes her look like a cool woman from Brooklyn now. Then it says, bushy eyebrows, jar, J-A-H. Again, just nonsense. Whatever happened to Benjamin Bratt? Don't know. Then I said, I actually made myself laugh reading this note back. I said, this movie should be called Miss Prattfall. Because <laughs> she falls over so many times at the beginning of that movie. Oof. I said, the, I said, the casual sexism in this film is funny. Am I cancelled? Okay, maybe this is the Xanax and wine talking, but this is a perfect movie. Ben, I can see you becoming Candace Bergen in a few years. <laughs> Wait, 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 what does Candace Burke, is she evil in the movie? Yeah, she's playing the, the icy evil woman that runs the pageant. Oh, yeah. Is she blown up in the end? Or am I thinking of, I'm thinking of Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, uh, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> then at this point, my notes completely stop. And I then have a note that says, I've made a real nemesis on this flight. A real home county's mum in a floral dress. She won't stop fannying about. And then my final note says, I have a uh, east and ends Ed go fishing in a... You, that's when you just fully malfunctioned. And I, I'll tell you, I slept for the entire rest of the flight. Wow, good for you. I woke, up, I woke up with breakfast service as we were landing in London. It's the first time that's ever happened to me in my life. And I'll tell you what the secret is. Premium economy, empty seat, two Xanax, two cans of red wine, miscongeniality. Well done, babes. <laughs> and I remember when you landed, I did get a couple of pictures that you sent to me. There was um, a woman in Oliver. Oh, Oliver, okay. Oliver Banas dress. Yes. Um, She's the home county's nemesis that I made. And then there was also a guy, and you said, this man with his Alice Band and rat face. (laughs) Yes, I forgot about him. There was, yes, a man with a rat face who had his hair pushed back in an Alice Band. He was really annoying me. And then your next photos are a photo of a monster energy drink, zero sugar, and then uh, a bottle of Flash kitchen spray. So this is where I actually started. Oh, beside a Bayless and Harding little yes, soap hand wash. Dis- yeah, hand wash. So this is actually, I actually, I was had the, all of these photos that I was going to start sending to you throughout the trip. And then I thought I'd save them for when we catch up and we can put them on Instagram. I've taken a real selection of very boring pictures like that that I'd like to see in a montage on Instagram. Oh, beautiful. Okay. okay. <laughs> We'll come back to my trip. Tell me, tell me what you've been doing in my absence. Well, since you've been gone, me. I mean, first of all, I'm actually pretty offended that when you walked in the door, you didn't say something to me straight away. Now, what month is this? August. Mm-hmm. What's happening this month? I don't know. What accolade is happening all oh. for the month <laughs> of August? Oh, I'm sorry. You you've been named athlete of the month yeah. at your gym don't say don't but say but also when i came in you did think you had a hernia <laughs> Look, yeah this athlete of the month still thinks he has a hernia you're from laying on your sofa googling hernia what symptoms. is a hernia yeah so i am athlete of the month so that's obviously been big news around these parts you know really ruffling uh, podcast nemesis michael's feathers with your uh, your posts about it no doubt with my aotm status that's right oh aotm <laughs> Okay. Um, so I like to think I just have to go to events and just show up. Yeah. You know? Have you opened any, I don't know, protein shake stores? I'm actually there for the official restock of the gym vending machine. Oh, perfect. You know, I'm just there just, you know, <laughs> highlighting the new flavors of protein bars that go in. Amazing. So well, that's well done. Going on. That's a big accolade. Um, so I did a couple of beach days. 
I officially took off the roof of the Jeep, not the whole thing, but just the middle section, yep. which has worked out very well. So I went down um, with some of our friends to Laguna one day, did a little, little Laguna trip. It is hot having that roof off, I will tell you. Yeah. Burnt, just like my hairline. Lovely. You know what I mean? I just, I didn't like shove enough right up into the hairline. So afterwards, did it look like you'd had your hairline restored and it was all like red from the little, restoration surgery? Little, yeah. <laughs> the following weekend, went to the gay beach at Will Rogers and had a lovely day. Watched some people do ketamine underneath a towel on the beach. Oh, lovely. Yeah. There was just a gal, she, she was just sitting there and she was just, you know swigging from a giant bottle of rosé and eating from a bag of Cheetos and um, saying to... We overheard um, him say to someone else, oh, do, you, do you guys want to do some K? And then just oh. went over, made some friends. They did it under a towel and then what's, they're all friends. What's ketamine? Does that work for a beach setting? I could, who knows? I've never taken it. I, I mean, does it... It brings you down. Yeah, K-hole. Yeah. I guess maybe that's nice if you... Although that walk from the beach to try and get to any kind of transport, I wouldn't want to... I'd want to be in, I want to be in like control of my legs, you know, mm, going through that pissy Cheryl yeah. coal tunnel. It's a long walk. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we kept thinking like you've got real Cheeto fingers yeah. as you're like dealing with all the ketamine. Yeah. So that was going on. I do like the combination of rosé and Cheetos. Though. That's, that's a real, he was a real me before the ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> I only exclusively abuse, you know, downers, not uppers. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, fits, fits. <laughs> but the big news, other than being athlete of the month is I saw a psychic. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm just going just gonna to give you the highlights. And I am thinking we should get her on the podcast and we should do, she should do a reading for both of us, like Ooh, yeah. a believer and a non-believer. Okay. Yeah. Saw, saw her on a Monday over Zoom. You know, it was having quite a quiet week. Asked quite specifically about work stuff. And she was like, come back to me on Saturday. Let me know what's happened this week. You've, it's funny you're saying you've got a quiet week. Stuff's coming your way. You've got a oh. busy week coming. I was like, oh, wow. She's really cornered herself into something yeah. with that timeline. Then mentioned Italy quite specifically. Mm-hmm. And she was like, have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie Under the Tuscan Sun? A movie I watched very recently. With Diane our, Lane. Yeah. With our friend Teddy. <laughs> I watched that very recently. But when were you and Teddy watching Under the Tuscan Sun? Like just when he was staying one night, we just watched it and had like a, um, had a martini. And it's all about renovation of a house in Tuscany. Right. Anyway. That week... The whitest film that's ever made. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That week, very quiet. Nothing's happening. I'm like, that medium, full of BS. That medium. Friday rolls around. I get a message from two of my friends who moved to Italy. They're like, hi, Ben. We've just bought a villa in Tuscany. And we're renovating it. And we want to film it all for YouTube. But we need someone to help us work out what we should film and what the episodes should be. We'd love to bring you on as a consultant. What? Yes. So you're going to Tuscany? No, I'm not going to Tuscany. I've just been doing it over Zoom. (laughs) But that's pretty weird. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. And then also later that day, some people I've never met before got in touch about work as well. Okay. So like, pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that information in. Okay. Also, isn't it strange that when it comes to psychics that I'm the non-believer and you're the believer? It doesn't fit with our personality types, does it? You just think on the surface that I would be the believer and you'd be the non-believer. Do you think? Yeah. But I think absolutely. you're... Really? Yeah. I think from from our kind of more of our outward facing personalities, not like deep down truth. So those are my main highlights. Uh, back to you. Where did you go next on your adventures back in the UK? I'll give you just a few a few highlights here and there. I had a big, a big reunion with my friends 
in the pub. Oh, I got a lot of content Sunday. from that. I, I did send you quite a few messages from that. It was a it was a wild day. It was this pub in Peckham. Um, CLC organized a nice little area for us. Oh, I saw and it. was like, reserved for Charlie at 1300 yes. hours. <laughs> he saw that 24 hour clock, <laughs> military time. And um, it was really nice. I basically saw a huge bulk of my friends that I haven't seen in four years, some actually longer. Now, what were you drinking in that day? And I asked that because I saw a lot of empty bottles of Prosecco. So I had my appointment at the American Embassy um, at 8 a.m. the next day. So I had approximately two uh, pints of beer and every single one of my other friends drank, I would say, 5,000 bottles of Prosecco and yeah. 20 million bottles of white wine. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of singing and dancing in there the was, later videos you sent yeah, me. Yeah, there was a lot of like just wine bottles constantly being, especially at the end, people aggressively snatching wine bottles from like ice coolers and checking to see how much wine or Prosecco was left in it. And people, I, I witnessed different members of my friend group who hadn't bought drinks with each other, just pouring their own Prosecco into each other's glasses. It was, it's a nice spirit. And also it wasn't the, the game that day. I don't know which well, game, but here's the what game. Was. I was furious because at some point we, it was, the pub was quite quiet. It was nice. It was like just me and my friends and not many people. And then all of a sudden a TV just came on out of nowhere and I heard football noise, Ugh. but it was the women's, it was, uh, it was the women's oh, yeah. something. I, I asked, I asked Lydia what it was and she said, oh, it's the World Cup. Maybe. The lionesses or yeah. something. And I was just like, oh, do we have to do it again? Uh, so that was really annoying. And then after they won, the pub then played a series of, I call them hell songs. It was songs from hell. It was I Would Walk 500 Miles. Oh. It was Is This the Way to Amarillo? Football's got to um, be coming home. Yep, they played Football's Coming Home. Uh, Sweet Caroline, uh, which I have to say, Black Lace, my friend Caroline, did quite enjoy that song being played because she was quite drunk at that point. Now, speaking of uh, Black Lace, Caroline, my friend, I don't know how the conversation got around to this, but she mentioned a product which I had to write in my notes because it made me laugh so much. It was a particular moisturizing tan uh, lotion from kind of the early 2000s that all my friends were obsessed with. It was called Johnson's Holiday Skin. Did you ever use that? No, I don't know that one. (laughs) It's a very specific reference. It was this Johnson's product that had a little little dash of tan in it, but it was responsible for some real streaky orange gals in like 2007. Does anyone still use it? Uh, No, it is a completely defunct product. I was more into the, the the sublime bronze, like the spray. Right. That smell of both apricot and biscuits. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, you know about my... Me and my friend Emily with our trying to match our tans to the wall of our house, which was orange. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We used it as like a color chart. So that was that was that was a lovely reunion with most of my friends on Sunday. I I do want to just jump in while you were actually watching the game. I, I did, wasn't watching it. I did forget while you were experiencing <laughs> the game. I did forget to mention when I went to see Nope. I arrived early and I'd been at the beach and I really needed to eat some food and I was like I had thirty minutes and some god-awful mall that podcast nemesis michael had dragged me to in the valley and so i was like right i have to eat something okay but it was all like the cheesecake factory it's a whole sit down yeah. you know that's can't, a whole thing can't grab not grab and go at not the grab and factory. go there was no chipotle so i ended up going into this wings place okay now when i went into the wings place they were like just so you know i was like i'm i'm on a time crunch can i just get something quick they're like yeah they're like just so you know the game is on. No, no, no. The fight is on tonight. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So for entry, you have to pay $10 to get in. What? Before you can even order. Who's fighting? I don't know. Some some men. 
fighting on screens. So I had to Frank pay. Frank Bruno and Evander Holyfield. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to pay to get in to like expose myself to the fight. And it was just like, and had a, a very quick burger. But luckily, as soon as I got on, got in, let's just say the servers were definitely on my side. Okay. There were definitely some, some queers going on. And like a woman came over to me, she's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, here's my thing. I need something quick. She's like, I got you. And I got amazing service. So we were actually having a parallel experience. Yeah. Sport thrust, thrust upon us against our will. Absolutely. Okay, now your American embassy appointment, did yes. it feel like an episode of, or just a level of golden eye yeah it was it was it was definitely it had a it was more of a kind of gattaca experience i think because the new new embassy in uh in Vauxhall is pretty gattaca-esque it's very kind of high really high ceilings and kind of dystopian kind of statues and just this big giant wall of like talking about how much they love america it was great i wore really accidentally wore really squeaky trainers and the whole whole time i was walking around the embassy it was like <laughs> I felt like a real fool. There's not really too much to talk about apart from I was just eavesdropping when I was lining up for the security, and uh, there was this man, and he was clearly just wanted to talk to someone. And there's this kind of older man and middle-aged woman behind him, and I just heard this conversation. He was like, "It's like, oh god, I can't believe I have to come all the way back from, you know, back to do this. Oh, okay, where 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 did you come back from? Oh, uh, you know, I I live in New York. Oh, okay, um, that's nice, uh." Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Whoa. Where do you live in New York? What do you do in New York? Tell me about this experience in New York. Do you like it? Yeah. 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 Other highlights of my trip home include, uh, in the London portion is, I went on a lovely kind of walking tour with CLC around my old neighborhood in Mm -hmm. East Dulwich. And I took multiple pictures that are going to go on our Instagram of Pizza Express, the real Greek. (laughs) <laughs> Super drug Marks and Spencers uh, Oliver Banas Love it What do we call them? Oh my god My brain is just melted From the two different countries Offie Estate agent Estate agent And it's called this Oh Oh dear It's called Cushy move Yeah <laughs> So yeah I, I took oh. just A whole bunch of pictures Cushy. To show you I'm gonna just stop And take this moment To do a quick rant About air conditioning in London It was in about Four places that I went to And the whole time I went there there's this one time I went out for lunch with my friends uh, when I was back and we got served bottles of room temperature tap water with empty glasses with no ice. I almost had a fight with the waiter about that. And then another restaurant I went to, I had to demand ice for the tap water because I, I, it was so hot in this restaurant because there's no air conditioning. And I got served ice in a bowl with a spoon like it was a dessert. So that was really, really annoying. And I knew that was this going to happen, but I kept having to order uh, two or three iced coffees in one kind of round because they just kept giving me tiny iced coffees and then my friends kept going oh but it's strong no wow. it was three cubes of ice and about half a cup of iced coffee the cup was actually smaller than my hand you're missing out one of the big ones what's that pret oh god yeah i did go to pret okay oh god <laughs> okay so your Fraser's really having to gather himself to tell this Pret story. No, it's just because uh, my experience in London was quite stressful in terms of the heat. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of struggling in general just to kind of move around and do things. I wasn't enjoying myself as much as I wanted to outside of seeing my friends. That was nice. But around that, it was all very stressful. I had to go in. I went to meet my friend uh, Debbie for a drink in Soho. So I got out at Victoria Station. I was like, oh, this is the perfect time to go to Pret. I walked into Pret. It was 
hotter than the surface <gasps> of the sun. No. There was nowhere to sit inside. And there was one seat and it was in the window in direct sunlight. And I couldn't, I, I was just spinning around in a circle, like looking at the products yeah. were like flying past me. And I thought, I can't do this. All that spinach, all that spinach in those little egg pots sort of wilted. Yeah, everything, everything looked so sad. And then at one point, I was, as I was like spinning around, I found myself in front of that weird hot cabinet they have where they serve like a, a soup. And I was like, I can't take this. Anyway, long story short, I went into Soho, met my friend. I sweated so much that my deodorant uh, caused an actual river cascade like white down my black t-shirt from the inside. So this isn't like, oh, I accidentally wiped my deodorant. I had like a white cascade. I had to go into, <laughs> I tried to go to Primark to buy a t-shirt. I was like, fast fashion, nice and easy. There was no air conditioning. The lines were so long. It was like a fucking, it was like hell. I ran out of there. I started running out of time. I couldn't find, a, I went to an H&M. The queues were too long. The only place I could find <laughs> was Next. I went into Next. I bought a t-shirt. I stood in line for ages in Next. There was no air conditioning in there. I bought a black t-shirt. I changed into that. Long story short, I left Soho in a real tears, real tears. Where were you going next? I had to go back to, I went to Peckham to meet another friend for a drink. I had a little window of time. And as I was walking on a, some kind of place near Buckingham Palace, I don't know what was happening. Inside of like an old listed building, there was just a pret. And the doors opened and I felt a blast of air conditioning. I wandered in. It was empty because it was like five o'clock and no one was buying their lunch. So there was no food left. <laughs> but I did sit down and have a lovely... I think I had a halloumi. You're going to love this because you love halloumi. I think I had like a meatball and halloumi or a falafel and halloumi hot wrap. Again, the only food that was left was a hot wrap. Lovely bag of crisps. And I had a lovely, a lovely pret, a pret bar. Not a love bar. Not the chocolate one. The pret one with all the little nuts and oh, yeah. caramels. The one in that it. really lulls you into a false sense of security. It's a false sense of healthiness. Yeah, it's just, that's, that was delicious. So I sat down and had a lovely, cool air-conditioned pret. So that really saved my life that day because I was... Hot and fucking bothered. That was actually the way I would describe this entire trip back to London. Hot and fucking bothered. Mm, it's really coming off you right now, I have to say. <sighs> I don't have too much more to tell you, but I will say there was a great moment I had. So I actually spent the, the later half of my trip in Norfolk because it was my friend Elisa's wedding. And on the way back to Norfolk, my friend Lydia was driving me. We had a, for reasons I can't be bothered to go into, due to me picking up my passport. <laughs> this whole trip, the whole trip was me doing... The whole trip was me not sleeping, having jet lag, being too hot and have drinking too much and then having to get up and do some visa related thing at like 7am. So this day I had to go and pick up my passport. It just so happened that Lydia was driving to Norfolk and it was easier for me to get the central line all the way out to a place called Snaresbrook for her to kind of meet me. Snaresbrook sounds like a made up place. So I went to Snaresbrook and I was waiting for my friend Lydia to pick me up. And then I heard one of the most limp exchanges I've ever heard. I went into this, (laughs) I couldn't find anywhere to eat. I found this cafe in this very weird kind of, kind of posh, almost like felt like a village. It was very strange. Uh, the, The only food they sold was paninis. And so I had a, I had a panini and then as I was sitting there eating my panini, <laughs> clearly this woman worked in like a flower shop next door. Cause she was very familiar and she walked in, she went, hiya. And the guy was like, hi. And she went, could I get a, um, a plain cheese toasty and a hot chocolate? And then she just went, cheers, Rog. And just walked out. <laughs> I was like, first of all, lady, it's a panini. And Rog has been very clear on the chalkboard. It's panini. It's not a cheese toasty. And there was no plain cheese toasty on the menu. So she's clearly finangled her way into getting that plain cheese toasty bespoke, every day. Bespoke panini. Now imagine sitting down to that lunch, just a, just a hot, hot bread and cheese and a large hot chocolate in a, 
a hot, hot, hot country that's going through a heat wave that can't handle it. Well, in a non-air conditioned flower shop. She's doing her salty and sweet. Oh, it's a classic, isn't it? <laughs> what oh, do you think she dips? Oh, that actually probably does, that does actually sound pretty good. What, just a little cheese toasty dipped into a, a hot chalk? Yeah. It was a, do you think a real powdered hot chocolate? Oh, definitely. In a styrofoam cup? It was like options. <laughs> <laughs> Remember options? Maybe, is that the one that's lighter? That like is. 90 calories. Nice mint options. <laughs> <laughs> now you did send, was this in the area where you sent me the picture of a, a tanning shop called Mega Tan and Beauty? And I noted... The outside, there is a convertible BMW with the hood down. Yes. So that's right near my mum's house, Mega Tan and Beauty. That's right near uh, the little that my mum shops in. Lovely. What did just, you get in the little? Just off the Heartsees roundabout. <laughs> Which exit? Shit! I had, oh. I had that explained to me when I when I said, because I said to my friend Lydia, I said, I actually don't know where my mum lives because she's moved there since, you know, the last couple of years. And she gave Lydia her address. And Lydia's very familiar with Norwich. I said, oh, where is it? She went, it's just off the Heartsees roundabout. It was literally like she went, blinky plonk, blinky bloop. And then <laughs> yeah. when I was actually there, I was like, yes, I do remember this roundabout. And it's very specific <laughs> history or whatever. And it doesn't matter if you get the wrong exit could just go back on and just go round again <laughs> i had a wild time being reunited with my friends my kind of norfolk friends at my friend elisa's wedding some people who i hadn't seen for maybe a year before i moved so it was it was a lot i mean it was a good a lot it was literally us screaming we had we luckily had a dinner before the wedding so it wasn't too intense and then just to round it out uh, after the wedding the day after i went to uh, another pub with my mum and my dad and my grandma and we had a roast i had a nut roast <laughs> <laughs> oh, how was, uh, the, how was the nut roast? It was good. It oh, was, yeah? It was really nice. Me and my mum had a nut roast. My dad had turkey and gammon, and my grandma had beef. Nice. And it was quite a sight seeing this giant plate of food put down in my in front of my bird-like grandma, and she managed to pretty much eat the whole thing. I've got her. a lovely picture to show you of my mum and my nan after <laughs> having uh, their roast. Just behind them, you can see a fire exit sign. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet in the place that we were in was... Uh, my mum literally said, take a picture of this carpet, show it to Ben. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. It was a nightmare. She knows. <laughs> yeah. Any any films on the, the plane on the way back? Uh, no, my headphones didn't work in the entertainment system in the seat that I was in. And I, so I just took more sedatives and went to sleep. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I actually tried to. I tried to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm and the headphones wouldn't work and I just got really annoyed. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, it's a funny show. Oof. Have you ever seen it or are you just Yes, I have it? seen it. Oh, uh, sure thing. Why don't you go watch an episode of Seinfeld as well? Okay. The Simpsons? Bum, bum, bum. Oh, no. Don't, don't do it. Don't <laughs> do I'm it. I'm going to pick the music in. I control the edit of this one. <laughs> So you're back. How do you feel now you're back? Oh, it feels great. <laughs> no, all in all, I, I have to say it was truly quite like a magical experience of seeing people again for the first time. I, I was quite anxious about just the whole trip and the visa and all that kind of stuff. So I, it was all a bit, all a bit intense when I was arriving, but it was just, uh, yeah, it was great. I, I, I cried multiple times on this trip out of happiness. And what's great is that you, <laughs> you can now reset the clock and now you can just count down another four years <laughs> yes. until you go back. Well, I just think next time I go back, it won't be so intense because people aren't going to be that excited that I've come back. So I think it'll be a little easier. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but it was that's great. Fair. Yeah. I, like I said, I cried multiple times sober because I was so happy to see people. Oh, that's nice. And saying goodbye to people. And it was also just the sweat coming from your eyeballs. Well, that's that too. Yeah. I love the fact that you're back this week and then I go to Scotland next week. I know. We're really so, tag teaming it. I know. So uh, yeah, I guess we won't record again for ages. 
the next time it'll just be me talking about the exact same things but in scotland <laughs> that carpet in the pub will be tartan i'll be getting a scotch egg and marks and spencers oh i'm gonna get some fish and chips oh i had fish and chips Oh, that's right. No, but you got battered sausage. Yeah, I don't eat fish. What do you want me to do? Start eating fish just because it's fish and chips? Yes. No. <laughs> so that that is it. Just a little summer catch-up for August. A wee summer catch-up. A wee summer catch-up. One thing we could end on mm. is in the UK, they've just announced this year's cast for Strictly. Oh, yes. So I'm just going to go through some names for you. A lot of them I don't know. Well, some of them I definitely do. First announced was someone we talked about on the last episode, Will Meller. Will Meller. Sexy. That was or should ma- I say because I've been in the UK? Fit. Fit. Well, fit. Fit as fuck. Fit as fuck. Flirt East. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to be fun. Maybe doing like a samba to sax. <laughs> Can't wait to hear the Strictly dancers, the Strictly band doing sax. Matt Goss. Okay. Yeah. One of the loose women is doing it, isn't she? Isn't she? Kay. Uh, Kay actually, Kay Adams Kay is doing Adams. it. She's taking a wee break from the loose women decks, uh, <laughs> desk. And ladies, she's going to be loose on uh, the dance floor. That's Kay Adams. <laughs> and there was one other person that... The Queen. Kim Marsh. Oh, yeah, of course. Can you believe that Kim Marsh hasn't done it yet? I can't believe that Fleur East hasn't done it yet. Or Will Miller, to be honest with you. But Kim Marsh, oh my God, do you think she's going to do... She's going to do like a... Like a Viennese waltz to the Strictly Band singing cry. That'd be nice. And I would like to say that I... I mentioned that song so many times that I actually have the MP3 <laughs> file of cry saved in my laptop so I don't have to keep trying to get it to play it at the podcast. I do think that our last episode has really forced Will Meller and Kim Marsh <laughs> to get booked on Strictly 2022. Sure. Although, did you see there's those parody account? There's that one parody account of them announcing people on Strictly. <laughs> and I was a little confused to start with. And it, I, I realized it was a parody when I saw the second post. But the first post they did was, it was that woman from Airline. Um, the, one that wore the, the one that wore the hat. Like, you know what I mean? She had that, I think it was Airline. Which was the EasyJet one? I think she was called Leanne. I think Do you remember her? And she was really, really scouse. And they announced <laughs> her. And I was like... Oh, that's a that's a strange choice, and it really took me ages. <laughs> then I looked at the handle, and it was called like it was like fake strictly updates like or something. Maureen from driving, yeah, school. completely. And then it was yeah, all like these Hun. It was like Hun kind of people, but that's really good. They really got me with Leanne from airline. So that's it. That was our wee summer catch up. Do get in touch on Instagram, yeah. Twitter, emails. Please rate and review us. Avatar's coming. Avatar's coming. It's it. It can't be stopped. That God. wave water. It's like a tidal wave. When are we gonna watch? I I literally say this every time we talk about Avatar. When are we gonna watch the first Avatar? I again? think it needs to be closer to Avatar two. Yeah. So we've still got like 180 days. You know, whatever. <laughs> Wonder how old Jimmy Cameron's doing. Still fuming about uh, people thinking it's too long. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's just in the edit right now, making it even longer. <laughs> I propose in my garden doing a little screening. <gasps> I thought we could do one there. I mean, oh, and actually, I was gonna say. If you have your hot tub installed, it will go into it will work in tandem with the way of water because no. we'll be in water. That won't the be there. One. But we will Damn have it. a watering can. Okay, we can just you pour know. it on me. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for listening, everyone. We will be doing a more regular episode soon once <laughs> I've returned yeah. from the UK. Wow. Bye. You're welcome.